sync check. You gotta do one of them. That's what they do. Sync check. Who who does that? Well, they, I don't know. That's what I podcast people. Does it? Behind, behind the scenes of the first episode. Here we go. The first episode of the Sports Mixer podcast. My name is John Holsall. I'm here with my, what? We're going to go co creator. We're going to go. Uh, I'm just here. We're just here. We're just here. We're here. I'm here with Jake. So, how are you doing? No, I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. You know, um, very excited for the first podcast uh, here in lockdown. Finally doing a podcast. I think we've talked about doing a podcast for. I remember us being in like sixth form and stuff and definitely like at lunch and stuff, just being sat there being like, oh, we should easily do this and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just one of the things you always talk about, never do, and then you're stuck at home for 12 months, so. So here we go. Why not now? Well, why not on, now? On board, why not now? What is this podcast going to be about? Let's, uh, let's give a little breakdown to, I don't know how many listeners we're going to get, but if we get a few listeners, let's give them a little breakdown into what the podcast is going to be about. Uh just chatting just chatting it's, an, it's just an excuse to chat about a bit of sport exactly and it's, it's a good excuse to chat about american sports from our uk if you can't tell by the accents our northern uk perspectives you know i feel like it's a lot of people with it growing so much now like american sports you see it on nfl it's got uh nba's on sky and nfl has grown so much more bigger compared to when we first started watching it okay so yeah, so why don't we give a little background about our experiences with uh, American sports? So if you want to go first, so how did you get into? Well, pretty much the the two exclusive ones that we that we watch and talk about regularly, which are Amer- American football or football. If yeah. you got American fans watching it and uh, basketball, which we're also both really into as well. Well, American football basically just from playing Madden because. Yeah, sort of like the the late north that you couldn't really watch it NFL. Wasn't. Well, you could, but it wasn't readily available. You could, but you could play the video games. But yeah, yeah for used to play them. So then I just picked my favourite teams from yeah the players who were good on the game. And then the first Super Bowl would have been Patriots Giants. Well, you and just I remember staying up for me. You was way yeah Patriots Patriots. No, because I, I only used to watch the Super Bowl and a bit of root for. The underdog. Yeah. So that was obviously the Giants. So I would have been nine. Uh, stayed up with my brother to watch it. Yeah. Well, I, I think I made it to the coin toss. Uh, <laughs> and I fell asleep because I was nine years old. Uh, <laughs> and then they just carried on like, supporting the underdog. So I, I like the Cardinals for a bit. I like the Giants. Yeah. Uh, and then when it was Packers Steelers, so I'm a Packers fan. And then that just happened to be around the time you were getting into it. Yeah. So I. Uh, Mine was, um, again, kind of similar to yours. I was around my cousin's house and it's kind of weird that you kind of root for the Packers because I watched Super Bowl 43, which was the Steelers Cardinals. So you were like rooting for the yeah. underdog. I was kind of like yeah. rooting for the favourite there. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, picked the Steelers. And then I remember when we first started watching it in school, it was because it was the Packers Steelers Super Bowl. And then after that kind of happened, it was like, oh, maybe we should start watching it. And that was when our first season was, which was the following season, yeah. uh, which was the 15-1 and one season for the Packers. Which yeah, was... so it was just coincidentally, it was that season I started rooting for the Packers. So it seemed yeah. like, oh, yeah, because they just won the season and they were 15-1. and one. 
So that, that was it, really. And then basketball, never really was into it. I played the games, again, yeah. like the really old ones. Like the uh, NBA Live and stuff like that. That was like yeah. what I used to play before. I kind right. of covered 2K. But then you were really into it. Yeah. So, so I sort of started watching it. and I when I so I've basically been to America a couple of times when I was younger and I remember I went oh I don't know how old I was maybe like eight years old I remember being there for do you remember the LeBron three-point buzzer beater against the magic yes yeah so I was in America when that happened and I was like oh my god basketball is insane so kind of had like a a little bit of an interest from from it there every but every time I go back to America it would always be around like April when the playoffs would be on so I'd go over and I'd be like changing the team. I'd be interested in like every single time. Yeah. It was until I got like game, the 2K games like later on, yeah. I playing them. That's where I was like, oh, you, you started learning a lot more through the game. Yeah. And from there, I remember I started watching highlights. And the first highlights that I properly watched was Lob City of the Clippers. And I was like, this team seems really, really cool. Blake Griffin jumping over a car. I just loved Blake Griffin and loved Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul to me is like one of the best point, probably probably the best pure point guard since like Magic Johnson or something like that. So, but Chris Paul, oh, Chris I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. So what about what about yourself with basketball? So yeah, what, so basketball just because you were into it, so we were good mates. So you basically just told me to watch it. I didn't really know anything about it, but because I spotted the Packers, you know, to stay yeah. stay in Wisconsin and just the Bucks, who the following <laughs> season has. 15 wins. Uh, so that, it's got better since then. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the Bucks last couple of years have done really well compared to the, yeah. the barren years where getting the eight seed was all that mattered. <laughs> but anyway, enough of the background and NBA stuff. Now, on to our first video. And with the Super Bowl coming up in, was it two two days? It's Friday. It's Friday. Two days. Friday, it's Friday evening now. Here in the UK. Um, so it's Super Bowl week, one of the most exciting weeks when it's normal in the world. But I guess it's a good time for any to start a podcast and just talk about the Super Bowl and talk about the playoffs that have gone on. Uh, what did you think of the playoffs this year? It was kind of a weird system with. Well, adding an extra team in of COVID, adding an extra team in, but I really liked it this year. Super I, wild card I like weekend. Extra, I liked the extra super team. wild card weekend was super. Um, it, it, who, doesn't want an extra, who doesn't want an extra game? Do you know what I mean? Two games. The, the two seed. That's <laughs> it. it. Doesn't want it. It kind of um, it does add that extra element. To, there's, there's something more now for being number one rather than being number two. Because if you got number two, you're like, yeah, we've got we have a week off. Yeah. Which is good, um, but now you have to fight extra hard for that number one, and I think that's why it's going to create such a bigger difference going forward in future seasons. And I think, I think it's definitely a better system because you're also you're gonna you're gonna get more teams fighting at the bottom to get in. Wait, and that's what it's more for that there's yeah. more te- less teams to tank. Well, you're always gonna get, get one tank division getting in, which in. Even well, you've got a few, aren't you? You're going to get either the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants, or <laughs> the football team. What One of those awful teams. Surely, one of those teams has to have a positive record next year. Surely. It can, they can't be that bad again. One of them will. They, well, 
it changes very quickly. It's just like American sports compared to English sports, mm. the competitive balance is a bit more even. And Americans okay. might not think that. But if you come from football in the Premier League, the top six are. That's not changed. <laughs> they're, they're so far ahead of. I know yeah. this season's different, but just in terms of money and. Are you surprised the NFL didn't cancel a few games or anything like that? I'm surprised they didn't have as many problems as what they did end up having. I thought it would have been a nightmare. But I know I, the Steelers had a oh, problem for a while. I don't. I don't want to use that as an excuse for why we completely flunked out in the end. But not having a a bye since week three, that certainly certainly made a difference. That was the only real major issue. Are you forgetting the I know the, title. the Broncos. Oh what? Well, yeah, when they had oh, <laughs> they have I can't a remember his name. Yeah, but they played. They played the game. I I can't believe that game went ahead and other games that got delayed so much i know it's because they had like the, the protocols around it were they needed to be cleared by by a certain time i remember the is it the ravens game where the lamar jackson had covid or he was like suspected of having covid and they could delay it rather than cancel it or rather yeah. than play because if they played on that day because of the close contact that Lamar Jackson was with people, that means they would have might have been playing the game with people who had COVID, which meant it could have passed on to. I can't remember which team it was he was playing at the time, but yeah, well, it was. We've got here though. We've got here. We've got here. We've got and here. They played all the games. So let's go down and break down some of the games that happened. Um, so first up, we will do the AFC Wildcard Weekend. Uh, so the first game that we'll break down is the Bills and the Colts. Philip Rivers, last hurrah. Uh, kind of bittersweet from the end. Um, but it, it was... I didn't see the Colts getting past the Bills in any regard whatsoever. Yeah, it was a bit sad in the end. Like Philip Rivers has been such a great quarterback for so long, but he just couldn't get it. He can't get the ball downfield anymore. And I'm just happy he's retired and not tried to come back for one more. He did well to speak into the playoffs and he's yeah. got a good team, but he just can't do it anymore. Yeah, he's retired, so he fair play to him. He threw for 309 yards and two touchdowns, which, again, is, seems like a really, really good performance. But... Yeah, but if you, when you actually were watching it, it's just... Yeah, he just they were in that game, though. They were in the game. Yeah. And, and until the end. Until the end, where there was one of the weird calls on the uh, fumble recovery and down by my contact, which kind of extended yeah. the uh, the period where they could come back. But again, NFL officiating, who really knows what they're doing. It's all up in the air. But yeah, the Bills, good performance uh, all around from just, them. Just a really good team. Too good. Yeah. Just, just the better team. Josh Allen, 324 yards, two touchdowns. He also uh, led the Bills in rushing in that game, he had 54. Well, he, does every, he does every week. <laughs> that's the, and that's the thing with the Bills. Maybe that's uh, the downfall because they've got Allen, who his pro- development and his progression has been amazing. He's actually a top five quarterback. He's now. a star. <laughs> and they've got good weapons on the outside. They've got Diggs, who, again, admit, that, admit that was the big game. one. Yeah, admit, Diggs was the big one for them. 
Yeah, and I think that's worked out on numerous grounds. You know, they got a superstar uh, in Stefan Diggs and then the Vikings using that to good, good replacement if you get in. Well, I'm in sure general. we'll get onto him later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto him later, definitely. Um, but yeah, the, the Bills, it was clear that the they were going to... Better team. Better team. On to oh, the Steelers, Browns. Do we have to talk about this? But then that first half was... That was the best half of the playoffs, and not for you, obviously. I didn't get to sleep until around 7 a.m., just out of, like, fury and rage. Well, well, I was falling asleep, and I wasn't going to watch it, and then it was 28-0 in about half an hour, and it was just like, what is going on? I wasn't even mad about the the first play. Like, it, you know what? It happens. Like, it's not a good start, but... A part of me were just like, you know what, right, they've scored, at least we get the ball back. Let's just see it as like they returned a kickoff and they're up seven nothing. Yeah. It's like, okay, mate, yeah, let's yeah, just you've got the ball again. Let's just see it as that. We we just couldn't get into gear. And by the time oh we got anything going, it was just too late. And to be fair, when we started coming back to the game, a part of me was just like, Oh, oh my god, imagine the comeback. Imagine if the Browns Browns again. They're it all, was. It would be very brown. <laughs> it, I just ah. Oh, when Tomlin made that decision to punt instead of going for it, I was like, "This game's over." It's what it's what this season was. It was eleven and zero. It was we have a lot of young, hungry players, and for some reason, when we started losing games, it seems like they got really cocky and just got like, "Yo, it don't matter. We're still gonna." Yeah, but... like, like I remember when Claypool started bursting out, I was like, oh, "Here we go, we've got like, yeah. we've got like Calvin Johnson two point oh, where we got Ben a weapon, and Ben was just like, it looked, it looked like at one point Ben was going to be comeback player of the year. I was like, we're going to go sixteen and all, and yeah. it just ended like that, and it 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 brought up so many questions, what to do in the off season, but at the end of the day, f- fair play to the Browns, you know. Baker Mayfield, three touchdowns. Kareem Hunt had two touchdowns. And then that big play that Nick Chubb did on the, the pass from Baker. It summed it up pretty well. It summed it up pretty well. And <laughs> some questions going into the offseason now for the Steelers. And the Browns are going to be so much more optimistic um, on being yes. maybe division division champs with Baltimore. Well, obviously, it's a really tough decision, but like a really tough division. But the Browns, the Browns were good. Browns um, really good. I can't, yeah. And yeah, it's looks like it's the Browns and Ravens division, which leads us nicely into the next game, uh, the Ravens and the Titans game, which was a pretty exciting game considering the it wasn't that exciting. There wasn't that many Yeah. There was one there was like one huge play, which was the the Jackson scramble for yeah. 40 yard touchdown. Uh, Mate, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, but the Ravens are a pretty unmemorable team. Just run, just, just like that, like with this game. Yeah, you can't remember what happened, can you? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the I, Titans ran at him. The Ravens ran back. The Titans didn't even run at him. Derek Henry. <laughs> but that's all they can try and do. <laughs> Derek Henry had 40 yards on the game, which was. For a guy who who probably I think will be offensive player of the year, it was a it's a tricky one. But 
you know, but I thought the Titans were a bum. I thought the Titans were I, I, had, I had picked the Titans in my predictions, and I was quite, I wasn't shocked, but, you know, it, it was just a weird. It was a weird game when it seemed like no one could get anything going in the passing game. Yeah, it, it wasn't a high quality game. Oh yeah, it, it it wasn't, and I think it just came down to just the star power of Lamar Jackson that Lamar Jackson won in the game in the end. And moving on to the NFC, so the first game we'll go through here is the Washington Football Team and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, this one was going to be predictable. You have a seven and nine team. Uh, up against Tom, the, the best player to the old the all star team, yeah, the all star Buccaneers. It was a good coming out party for Taylor Heineke. It was it was fun. It was fun. He made it fun for a bit. Certainly fun. Uh, we're not going to win. Three hundred six passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, forty six rushing yards, and a beautiful touchdown where he died to the pylon. Yeah, it was certainly fun. It was, a, but, but he made it competitive enough for long enough for me to go that was I enjoyed yeah. that even it was, though it was close about they weren't going to win they were always going to cause them problems but just, you don't, didn't have enough yeah. at the end of the day but Taylor Heineke he's my MVP of the playoffs so that MVP, was like, that was fun yeah. he certainly he's certainly got himself a career as a backup now he's going to get paid he's going to get paid somewhere yeah. he's going he to keep his head down he'll be a Chase Daniel where people <laughs> teams will just keep paying him yeah, it'll be a game at a backup in Baltimore. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Uh, now, on to the, what people might consider a little bit of an upset, the Seahawks-Rams game. Um, what did you think of this one? I would say it was an upset. Uh, John Walford going down and then Goff coming back. But did it feel like the Rams kind of lost this game? Um, or was it, and Jared Goff did enough to get the Rams across the line with that really good defense because it was the defense did really, really well. Well, yeah, Russell Wilson. He had a shocker. A bit of a, had a nightmare, really. Shocker. Two touchdowns, one pick for only 174 yards. And you could you could see a lot, it was getting quite frustrated. A lot of players, DK Metcalf, before he had the big touchdown, he was getting really, really frustrated on the sidelines. And it just felt like the Rams just kind of smothered them well, it's that Rams defence you know when you've got Ramsey on the outside and Donald through the middle it makes it a lot easier to yeah, stop yeah. the opposition or Goff's in a position where he didn't have to do much yeah Leonard Floyd was causing havoc as well yeah he had a really good game I don't know if the Seahawks lost it but maybe they did you think the Seahawks <laughs> fall for the Seahawks as well just like the Steelers what sorry you think the uh, wheels fall off the Seahawks just like they did for the Seahawks? Uh, maybe a little bit, but I didn't. I weren't worried about the Seahawks. Like going into the playoffs, I weren't thinking, "Oh, the Seahawks are struggling." Because the week before, they were in with a chance of the one seed. Do you know what I mean? It's like it was weird because the what was so good for them at the start of the season with the offense, with like Wilson was an MVP candidate. He had. Metcalf was breaking out of an amazing season. Lockett was looking really good. And the defence was giving up so, so many points. Yeah. It kind of, like, just changed. And the defence was playing not Legion of Boom level that we've seen them do in the past, but no. they were doing well and the offence was kind of stuttering a little bit. It was it was kind of strange. Yeah. 
We'll have to see coming into the season. I think Tyler Lockett is still really underrated because obviously DK Metcalf gets yeah. all the all the points. And Russell Wilson just because he runs about and lobs it up. Because he gets sacked every other play. So that's all he can do <laughs> is just run about and then launch it up, pitch it up, someone grabs it. It seems like, they've had, it. <laughs> it seems like um, the Seahawks have had all-line issues since forever. Look, every, every, every year Wilson's been in the league, Wilson's first eight years in the league, nobody's been sacked more times than what he has. Yeah, and like in their first eight seasons. I remember when they, they traded Max Unger for Jimmy Graham. <laughs> that, Jimmy that, Graham. <laughs> that did not work. <laughs> Offensive line is full of them every year. It's like, need to improve it, but because Russell Wilson's that good, they're always going to be in the playoffs or yeah. there or there about like. Do you think uh, Carroll's run out of ideas? Think he might be on a hot seat? Oh, I don't. I don't. I think that's a bit far. But I saw a lot of people saying it after the game. Yeah, but everyone says stuff like that after the game, don't they? Everyone wants everyone yeah. fired after yeah. <laughs> lose a game. You know, get him out. They're not good yeah. enough. Uh, and then the final one we'll talk about. This one didn't really mean anything. It was the Bears versus the Saints. That bad. That bad. That bad. <laughs> with damage. He had that oh. amazing throw, which was dropped. Yeah, that obviously that changes the whole game. But mm. they were never going to win, were they? they were never winning, no, they were never going to win. No. Um, they're in a weird position. The Bears, it's you can't keep going with it, Trubisky. I hope they do. Throw <laughs> old quarterback. I hope they can keep with him. But who could they get a quarterback? They've even got a. And where are they picking the draft? They're picking like the 20 or something like that, aren't they? Yeah, it will be. So 20, all the big hitters and drafts are going to be gone by then. Well, if Mac Jones is there, are they going to take Mac Jones at 20? Maybe, but mm. realistically, I know Mitch, we all joke about Mitch Trubisky. Would a rookie Mac Jones be an upgrade? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> like... Are any of these rookies going to be an up- outside of Trevor Lawrence? Would any of them definitely be an upgrade? I think probably not. If not immediately. Brought, if they brought in like a Fields or Lance, they- Trey Lance. Yeah, but again, Trey Lance isn't going to be an immediate upgrade, is it? Or- yeah, but if you bring about excitement around the team rather than going, here's a guy who went to one Pro Bowl and hasn't been good. <laughs> or here's Nick Foles who won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Well, Nick Foles is better than Mitch Trubisky. That contract, though, was terrible. Oh, it, it didn't make any sense at the time. doesn't make sense now. But I hope, I hope, I hope they stick with Pro Bowler Mitch Rubisky. Yeah. Saints, again, they're a much superior team. And even with uh, a Drew Brees, who we'll have a lot more to talk about, <laughs> talk about the division game, um, they, just, they were always going to win. And on to the divisional rounds. Back over to the ASC. Uh, we have the Bills and the Ravens. And again, this one was a matchup of like two up and coming quarterbacks who are just stars in the making. And again, it kind of fell a little bit flat. It, yeah, it was weren't really the fireworks mm. you wanted. Ugly yeah. game. It was yeah, it was an ugly game, and the obviously the biggest player that happened was the 100 yard pick yeah, six. Lamar's pick six. Lamar pick six and then him eventually going out of the game when that happened you just kind of felt like yeah it's, 
there's no chance, not a lot could get going for either team in that game anyway. So when something like that happens, you're waiting for a player like that to yeah, he, he, whichever he, whichever way it goes, and the Bills made it. Yeah, game yeah. over. A lot less exciting compared to the other AFC divisional game, the Browns and the Chiefs, which was a hell of a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. And I kind of what everyone thought it was going to be. And I kind of fa- find myself feeling a bit bad for the Browns in the end. It's all it's going to come back to that touchdown. What ended up being a touchback? Yeah. It's, and that, what and should I, have been a penalty, yeah. but it wasn't. That's the thing. I don't. A lot of people are criticizing the rule. I understand like why a lot of people don't like the rule, but I, I personally don't mind the rule because I think that it kind of rewards good. Defense. It like, is no, it's too harsh on the attack in that situation mm-hmm. from that play. If the ball goes out at the one, you yeah. keep the ball. But if it goes out one yard inside the end zone, it's or the other team gets it on the twenty yard line. I think maybe if the offensive team gets the ball back, but on the twenty yard line, maybe. But yeah, it just seems so harsh for something where a flag should be thrown anyway. That that was that's the, the big one. Bigger thing that that wasn't reviewable when it was a clear penalty. It was clear he went down with his helmet, helmet to helmet. That, yeah, the helmet knocked the ball out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that wasn't reviewable. And I think that if we're gonna bring in these stipulations where we can review certain penalties, we need to review. We have to review them all. If we want something done right, then everything needs to be covered. But again, is that going to be like an issue with VAR in the Premier League where every single little thing is getting nitpicked? Whatever, whatever happens, people are going to complain. But yeah. even with that decision, the Browns had a chance. Chad yeah. Heddy punted the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Just lobbed it up. But it was it was a great punt because I, I don't know who was there. I don't know who was throwing it to. Yeah, like well, with Mahomes going out of the game, it's kind of like, oh. There might be a bit of a chance there, but... Well, the Browns had a drive, but they punted it. Yeah. And they didn't get the ball back. <laughs> yeah. It's... The be... Again, they're the better team won. If Mahomes doesn't go out of that game, the Chiefs win by it quite far. That Mahomes yeah. did look quite scary, though, with him. Yeah, it wasn't... That wasn't pretty. I thought he was, like, he was doing his knee at the... in the process of doing it as well, because he kind of went down and he was kind of loose and I thought because his body might have been so loose his knee could have gotten on a weird angle and he could have been could have been done but fortunately he is back for the Super Bowl and yeah, he... he's fine and the Chiefs got through I think for the good of the game yeah the Chiefs was the better result uh, now over to the NFC um, who do you want to talk about first you want to talk about your team we haven't talked about your team in the playoffs yet because you were the number one seed you got home field advantage against the Rams the Rams game was a funny and be- you know it was it was close without ever being that close. Yeah. It so there was a, a part you know end of the third beginning of the fourth where it was a bit like it's going to happen against the Packers, but it it didn't and yeah. we're, we're fine. Uh, the, the main threats that was happening in the previous Seahawks Rams games of Donald. Do you think Donald was carrying an injury? Yeah, they're going to they they say that, but Elton Jenkins dealt with him handled it all game. Yeah. Like, they couldn't create any pressure. Elton Jenkins 
all pro. Just couldn't get near him. Couldn't get yeah. near to Rogers. It was always good to see Jalen Ramsey cry as well on the um, the Devon Adams <laughs> touchdown. I'm ready. Donald had a quiet game and therefore it, it just didn't really have a chance. And with yeah. Joff with his injury. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much it affects him, but it must hurt. It must hurt you know, trying to throw, throw a football when yeah. you've like, just had surgery like two weeks before sure when it was. Freezing cold. <laughs> um, but yeah, it um, it was always going to be Packers. I think I think a lot of people would. That, that, that game never worried me. Yeah, even though it, we had a few little moments, but it was, it was always... It's the next game, what a dead talking point. <laughs> before we get to that one, let's talk about the game before that in the other divisional round, which was the Bucks versus the Saints. Which one was a bigger uh, disappointment? Was it Philip Rivers' way of going out or was it Drew Brees's? Well, I was, that's what I was going to compare it to. Anyway, I think Drew Brees, it was exactly the same as Rivers, where a great quarterback who's been so great for so long just can't throw it. Like they used to, they can still be good, but they just can't get the ball down the field. Yeah, like like they used to be able to. They just can't do it. Like, well, they, they drew up a trick play for Jameis to one for one, one touchdown, one for one for game. what fifty-eight yards or whatever it was. Like they can't draw it up for Drew Brees to. They can't draw it up for Drew Brees to. Damn. Of it, but well, they stole that play from the Bears the week before because the Bears yeah. ran it against the Saints. <laughs> so Sean Payton's done well. I have a bit of that. Yeah. Well, has Drew Brees has retired yet? He's not official. Has he, has he retired? I don't think he's official. As of filming this, I don't think he has yet. But, but he's still. He probably should. Uh, <laughs> that, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but the man across from him, Brady. What can you say about him? What's not already been said in the past 20 years? With the just two old quarterbacks, it just showed the one clearly just had more than the other. It was none of them threw for magnificent amount of yards. Yeah, Brady had one nine nine, two touchdowns. Breeze one three four. He had a touchdown and three interceptions. But yeah, what it wasn't pretty for Breeze and Tom Brady just wins. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah on the All Star Buccaneers with just uh, <laughs> one hundred twenty five yards between Fournette and Ronald Jones on the ground. They lost twice to them in the regular season and as soon as the playoffs come up it's just I don't know Brady gets another level and just it just wins it just, just turns it on just turns it on just waits for when he has to do it yeah and it, but even in the start of that game the, the Buccaneers special teams look terrible yeah because you had the the big the return yeah and one of them yeah. brought, brought back, for, brought back yeah, yeah a legal block in the back of what, whatever something like special that teams ruling I'm not an expert but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like every special teams opportunity the Saints are just gonna leave a score or get a the big chunk back. It's Brady and the Bucks, and they did what Brady and the yeah, the Bucks don't do. <laughs> Brady just went right. I need to see them this one. This one, I'm taking it with me. And I guess that leads us nicely into the next game um, of Brady doing his thing against your Packers, which wasn't probably a big upset and. Was it a big upset? I don't know. It feels like it I know, but I know, I know the Packers were the favourites. I think everyone, I think people are overblown. Like we're still playing Tom Brady. Like I think people are overblowing the I think, idea that some plucky underdogs. But I think when you got that long touchdown, was it to 
Valdez got uh, NBA. Yeah. yeah. When he got that touchdown, it felt like, yeah, here we go. It's, it's happening now. But that play before the end the, of the first half. End that, of the first half, yeah. Absolute killer. <laughs> I, I have no words because it, I just didn't understand the play call. You pulled a Mike Patton. Mike, pulled Pat, Mike Patton, the defensive coordinator, will be leaving now. We've not we've not fired him, but his contract's up and they're not redoing it. Yeah. But there was a few calls what throughout the season have been issued, but that you pulled the Jets versus the Raiders. Well, put us in that position. Put us in that position, and Kevin King got burned by Scotty Miller. If he had a bad, and if, if for the first touchdown, he was nowhere to be seen as well. And it was just like I like Kevin King, but killed us. Yeah, but again, like, you, had, you had chances to get back in the game. That's not what lost us. Losing the game was Jair getting two picks and then not scoring off anything. <laughs> you didn't do anything. You didn't score. So you. It didn't feel like there was any energy list. It felt like you got the picks and then the offence came out and... They just couldn't get anything going and well, obviously everyone's going to talk about kicking the field goal and not going for it on fourth down. I would have gone for it, but... What do you, what do you think about Rogers' decision to throw on... Was it third down? Where he... It looked like... Yeah, and he... A lane to the right. Yeah, but he's, what, 37 years old now? Do you not like... He's, it's the playoffs. You gotta, you gotta die. <laughs> All that would have happened. He, he, it's very easy when you're watching it on the telly and you see this camera and you can just draw a little line and go, "Oh, look at that running to the corner." The linebacker would have got across to him, and but, all that would have happened is that it would have taken a massive hit. <laughs> but then it's but maybe, one. maybe, but maybe, maybe if he did just run and he's closer in, yeah, maybe we'd go for it. But I probably think Aaron Rodgers thinks we're going for it on fourth down anyway. I think he's. Just could have said that. He thought Nothing. they were in fourth down territory anyway, but yeah, he kicked the field goal, and there's reasons behind doing it. But we still needed to score a touchdown. That's the big one. But I'm not Matt Lafleur's. Not it's very easy to criticise him now, but we missed the playoffs two years in a row, and he's come in back to back championship games and thirteen and three in back to back seasons. So it's like one yeah. of those. How disappointed are you? I'm over it now. Uh, <laughs> that that evening, I was not a very happy man, and yeah. I, not gonna lie, I didn't watch I didn't watch a lot of the AFC Championship game because I just didn't want to watch another game. You don't yeah. have it in British sports, do you? Where it's like you've got a semi final, heartbreaking loss, and go right. There's another one on now. Do you want to come and watch it? There's like the best comparison was like when England lost in the football World Cup semi final, like. If after we lost to Croatia, someone went, right, do you want to watch France and Belgium now in the other semi-final? Like, no. <laughs> no. But it's like, it's on a day later and I can like, yeah, I'll watch yeah. it then. But like, in the moment, it's like, I'm not sitting down and watching. I don't I don't think I even watched the uh, the third place playoff game. I might I might have done. I can't remember now. I, was... uh, I think I had it in the background. It didn't really. Yeah. It's gone by then. But uh, AFC Championship game was, it was, always what i thought it was going to be which was the bills are a gr- great team they are clearly one of the better teams in the um afc but with the new playoff system what is it what it's like it kind of puts an emphasis on like who is number one i think that that gap between the chiefs who are clearly number one might be a patriots-esque dynasty at this point at this point oh, I will. 
I tread carefully saying stuff like that. We don't. Yeah. Okay, they've got. To I know t- it. Lo- I know it looks like that, but are they going to do this for twenty years? Holmes' contract is ten years. He's 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 already got an MVP, and he's going to his second Super Bowl. And what is it? Is it four years he's played? Uh, yeah. Four. Well, this is this this was his third championship game in a row. Yeah, he's he's been to so back to back Super Bowls in a row. Back to back Super Bowls, and he's. Obviously, he's the best throw, like most physically gifted thrower I've ever seen. Yeah, because I don't even get to see anyone better than Rogers. You without being uh, your bias of Rogers, which I know you have. In terms uh, of throwing, in terms of throwing, he's more physically gifted. I'm not saying he's not a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but he very much well could be when it's all said and done. Which if Patrick Mahomes only has one Super Bowl in ten years' time. They'll all be coming out saying, "Oh, he was talented, <laughs> but he's wasted it." Like th- them conversations will come. The thing with um, the Chiefs, why they are so good, though, is they've got again Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid, Andy Reid, and the best tight end. They got the best tight end in the game, a top three wide receiver, and one of the best coaches in the game. And yeah, the rest of it don't really matter. But yeah, that again, the Chiefs game. He'll he'll had 172 yards. And then if you if you have a receiver on the outside getting 172 yards, and then you have Travis Kelsey getting 118 yards and two touchdowns, it when the the Chiefs went down uh, because of the, obviously the fumbled punt, it felt like it was going to be the Texans one the year before. Where it was like, what were the Texans up again? Was it 21 nothing, 24 nothing? Uh, I can't remember. It was a lot. Yeah, it, it felt like no. To be fair, it felt like oh, it's happening again. But obviously, the Chiefs are just going to come back because they've still got Patrick yeah. Mahomes. In the yeah, uh, <laughs> and like no, like no matter how good Josh Allen is, Josh Allen had a really good game. Two hundred eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He had eighty-eight rushing yards as well. Again, he just no harm, no harm done to his to his profile. Josh Allen can't win in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be a guy who's going to carry it. He just needs. Had a fantastic season. No, no shame in losing in the championship game to the Chiefs. Well, yeah. So those are review of the games. So let's have a look at our predictions of what you predicted and what I predicted. So I'll get mine up first. I don't think I did that well um, for my predictions. Uh, I think it was pretty standard what I went for. Um, Uh, So I picked hmm. Tennessee over Baltimore, Steelers over the Browns. and then Buffalo over the Colts. So then we move over to here. Big Tampa Bay, that was quite obvious. I was so close to picking the Rams. I thought I actually did pick the Rams at one point. Um, I, but I did. I actually did think I picked um, Tampa Bay. I was like, yeah, Tampa Bay. Right. I think you've beaten mine anyway, so don't worry about that. Oh, man, I thought I did terrible. I had my, my big upset in the Super yeah. Wildcard weekend. Well, we'll get you. We'll get yours on. We'll get yours on. The AFC, we had exactly the same, apart okay. from the championship game. I had the oh, Bills. Bills or the Chiefs. Yeah, just thought there was something a bit off with the Chiefs in the last few weeks, but then you just look silly, don't you? Because there was nothing wrong. Uh, but in the NFC, oh, yeah, I, you know, I went with Washington. I backed myself, <laughs> even though deep down I didn't think they would win. It, yeah. it was worth a punt, but. Apart from the like, they're all close enough games, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, I don't have either of the Super Bowl teams because I had a Packers Bills Super Bowl. That would have been a good Super Bowl. I would have liked that as a Super Bowl. But um, we ended up with 
Well, it's going to be, I think, um, a really, really good Super Bowl. I think I think if you told me at the start of the season, you're going to uh, you're gonna get the... I think we're the best quarterback in football versus the best quarterback of all time. You can see, you can see the marketing, NBC and all of them, ESPN, the marketing, boom, boom, boom. They're gonna, it's going to be... They've got so much... Oh, so many ideas about it. It's going to be like legacy versus... Yeah. Like I said, like oh. <laughs> good tagline. It's it's like a it's going to be like a steel cage match. It's um, but well, it, it writes itself, doesn't it? It's Brady against anyone writes itself, but especially when you've got Mahomes. someone who even you've described as maybe being the next Brady and going mm. that sort of dynasty. It's it's going to be a good game. Do you feel like it's going to be a, a score fest, like a lot of people are saying it's going to be? Probably. I, well, the Chiefs are going to score points. Do you know? <laughs> See, I'm, I think the Chiefs might score a lot of points, but I don't think it's going to be as many as a lot of people think. I think that Buccaneers... I don't know if it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be an absolute shootout, but yeah. you can only keep the Chiefs out for so long. Yeah, it's, it's if they can get get to him. If, if we got Pierre Paul and Shaq Barrett off the edge and Sue coming up the middle... It's how flustered Mahomes is going to get. He doesn't. He doesn't get flustered. Uh, he gets better when you put, get pressure on him. Yeah. So, <laughs> you can't blitz him. As soon as you blitz him, he'll spot him immediately. Just yeah. apart. Uh, but all-star Buccaneers are going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs. That's pretty much what it's going to be, I think. Well, I, I've been thinking, I don't, I don't know who's going to win, but... But... Surely by now we should. It's a bit stupid to write off Tom Brady, isn't it? It's how after all these years <laughs> can you say Tom Brady's not going to win? Because it's Mahomes. If it was any, if it was, if it, I, I don't the, care. I don't care. <laughs> what is your final prediction then? Don't need to give me a score, but just a. I'll give you a score if you want a score. We can all go, right. Yeah. Go, right. I'm going to go thirty-seven. 31 Chiefs. Is that, that, possible? Is that a possible score? Yeah, it's a possible score. Uh, score, to- score Regami in the Super Bowl. I thought. <laughs> oh, maybe a bit closer. I'll go 37 34. Oh, 37 34. I thought it weren't going to be a score fest. No, I, yeah, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I want to go 37 31 Chiefs. How, how can I write Tom Brady off again? He's just going to do it again. That's what he does. And he's going to do it until he's 58. <laughs> and then he'll go, right, I've had enough now. I've got 19 Super Bowls. <laughs> do you think stay playing? He's got one more year left after this. Might do another year after that. In Tampa? Yeah, I think he'll just do like what LeBron does and just take, right, of one-year deals and see how, see how we get on. But yeah. I'll pick the Tampa Bay All-Stars to win. 35 31. 35 that sounds right. I don't know why that just it's sounds Tampa right. Bay Ulster. It sounds like it sounds like a good score, doesn't it? That sounds right. Who are you going for MVP? MVP, well, no question. It's Aaron Rodgers. Let's move on to the next one. Oh no, I meant um Super Bowl MVP. Oh right, what you meant? Regular season MVP. Oh, no. <laughs> if it's 30, if it's 35 31, Tom Brady, let's Yeah, Brady. So. It's good it's gonna be the quarterback, isn't it? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna go Tyree Kill, and he'll have like over 200 yards receiving. Definitely, <laughs> I'm gonna go Tyree Kill and 
two touchdowns and over 200 yards. I'm going to put a fiver on that and see um, what we get on that. <laughs> now, the awards show that happens tomorrow night, MVP. Yeah. Instead of you going to think it's going to be MVP. Or, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, probably. Uh, <laughs> it definitely should be Rodgers. I think that like, he... Aaron, has, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP this season. There's no real debate there. But next one is has a little bit of a debate. It's uh, Offensive Player of the Year. Who have you gone for there? Right, I've got a few names written down, but this award never really made any sense to me. Because, because if you're thinking about it, it's like, oh, if Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, should he not be the Offensive Player of the Year? But exactly. I, I like it when they differentiate it because I feel like it's Right, just... yeah. So I'm playing along and I've got three names written down. I think two of them are pretty ordinary. My third one, little curveball. Mm. But Devontae Adams... I don't think he will win, but I think good shout. I think Derek Henry will actually win it. I think Derek Henry will win it. Uh, and then the third name I've got written down, we alluded to him before, Justin Jefferson. I yeah. think Derek Henry will win. I think Derek Henry will I'm win. Just putting, I'm just putting who I would go to win. I thought Derek Henry will win and should win. But yeah. I think Justin Jefferson's had a fantastic season as told Devontae Adams. But yeah. I think... I think... If a running back goes over two thousand yards, it's hard not to. It's hard to, yeah. It's hard not, to. and it, especially he's he's in the MVP discussion probably because for yeah, players yeah. not a quarterback. So with that being the case, kind of like if he's not on the Titans, the Titans are a completely different team. Oh, the Titans game plan revolves around. And I know Tannehill's been really good, but it revolves around yeah. Derek Henry. Definitely, definitely. But going over two thousand yards. Yeah, it's it's. I think that's a pretty much a lock. But next one is where there's always a good discussion around uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, it's TJ Watt. It has to be TJ Watt. Well, does it? It does. It, he should have won it last year. Right. I still was biases overtaking me here, but he is. No, again, I've got two names written down, and I think TJ Watt should win. But Aaron Donald could be the defensive player of the year every year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know, it's but I think TJ Watt will win and probably deservedly so. If he doesn't win, I will be very annoyed. Um <laughs> because I feel like he this is his best year. He's, he's done and he's a badger. And he's a badger. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a big badger, so you want to pick him up. <laughs> Um, that's my, my bias is going to take over for the offensive rookie of the year. We got we got ducking offensive rookie of the year, and this one is where the biggest debate is. Who's taking this one? It's got it's one or two. It's well, I know I know who you're going to. I've got a third name written down as well. But uh, can I just can I just shout out my badge? No, do your third name? Just Jonathan Taylor. No, he's not winning it. He's not winning it. I'm just shouting him out. Oh, yeah, he's. I remember. <laughs> I remember the start of the season. People were saying he, he's rubbish. I think he, he was managed well, and then come like the second half of the season, he was getting all the carries and at a thousand yards. He won't win. He shouldn't win. But throw him out there because. Fair play. He had a he had a good year. Great year, and it, he's going to be a, probably a big focal point of their offense next year. But for for the award. Yeah. I'm, you're going to go with Herbert. Herbert has kind of just completely done me because my prediction before what he was going to be like in the NFL was like, oh, it's going to be another Oregon quarterback. And I know I'm watching them, what I'm watching him. I've I thought Mario was a 
better prospect. I, I was hyped on Mario. I was like, this guy can throw. This guy can run. I mean, you were a bit younger then, though. Do you know what I mean? But it's like you just see him running about and go, yeah. I liked Herbert coming out. I know you, even though you're an Oregon fan, like you were a bit down on him. But a team was always going to fall in love with just his arm. And he's been fantastic. The, obviously, the questions around it was like, oh, can he pick up an NFL offense? And I think like... He's just re- he's just really smart and he's just learning how to pick it up and he's just built in in the NFL today. Your dream quarterback is someone who's like six four six five and has an absolute cannon and has also the mobility to get out of the way of sacks and run it need be. Chargers are set, but he's still not my offensive rookie of the year. I don't think he will win. I think they'll give it to just. I think it has. I think it has to be JJ. Because we're, oh. we're mates, so I just call him JJ now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's notoriously hard to be a r- rookie wide receiver, and he's coming in just been an all pro immediately on a not very good Vikings team. Well, Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins, but yeah, it's, the Vikings aren't very good, and he's coming in as an all pro immediately, and one yeah. of the best receivers in the league. It, it could go either way. I don't think it's like if Herbert got it, Jefferson was robbed. But I think Justin Jackson should win it. I think he will win it. The the way Herbert does win it is because there's a value on the quarterback position in the yes. NFL. It's because oh he's playing the hardest position. Jefferson's a top five receiver already, which you could probably make that, an argument. Yeah, you, you could you, you could definitely make the argument. That's, yeah. I just think he had so much of an impact not playing quarterback, and that's very hard to do. Yeah. So I I I'd think give he it will win it. I'd like Herbert to win it. I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised if Herbert won with quarterback bias. Yeah, it, it is. It, you know, it was, it was, if Joe Burrow got injured, then it would have been another name. But it's between Jefferson and Herbert. Yeah. Both would be deserving. Next one, we've got a defensive rookie of the year. A bit, bit more barren on this one. Well, I've got, well, Chase Young's going to win it. Chase Young will win. Uh, Jerry Machin had a good season. Anton Winfield Jr. had a good year. Yeah, Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen had a good year. Yeah, definitely. but Chase Young was going to win it. Not going to be close. Yeah. But yeah, a couple like a couple of nice role players on the team. Uh, and last one, we'll probably stay in Washington for the last one. Uh, the team up? Oh, I missed that one. Anyway, comeback player of the year. We'll stay in Washington with comeback player. Uh, comeback player, it's Alex Smith. It's Alex Smith. Moving it's on. Alex Smith. And shout out to Ron Rivera. Give it them both. Yeah, it's, it's with everything that's kind of happened in Washington, it's uh, with obviously the the name change and yeah. um, the situation with Haskins and stuff. Haskins. It's, uh, there's some, some nice heartfelt stories there. Yeah, Alex Smith. Really nice to see him. Because there was a video not that long ago last year and you could see him walking about again, but it was like, didn't yeah, look good. Even he's just like walking about with his kids, but then he's playing in, playing to a reasonable level. Like he's not an all pro, but to come back from what, what he did, yeah. oh, is like, <laughs> I think this is the most clear cut this award's ever been. So we'll move on to the final award. Coach of the year, only two really for me. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, the Browns. Mm-hmm. And Sean McDermott at the Bills. Take your pick. I probably go. I probably go Stefanski at the Browns. Stefanski, you know, making the playoffs for the first time in however many years it was. Like, winning, 
Beating yours. And I'm, wi- and I'm winning as well. The Bills were great. But it's like, obviously, you could do Andy Reid, but they never give it to a coach who just wins the day. <laughs> they give it to it's our, not their to... You hit Harbaugh last year. Yeah, but I think that's because it's all not came out of nowhere, but it was just like, oh, they're really good now. Yeah, totally. they've made the, they made the jump yeah. to be in that team. So it's like, because the Chiefs are just good now, even though they went 15-1 and one, and they're the best coach team in the league. <laughs> Well, they got 15, I thought they were 14 and 2. I thought it was 15 and 1, isn't it? Well, either way, pretty good, pretty good isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, I'll take that. But uh, I think that's the fans, yeah. Yeah, I go, I go with the Browns. Like, it's, yeah, it's not nice seeing them back good and being better than the Steelers, but it feels like... I do, think chance, I do think there's a chance Sean McDermott will win. Yeah. But the Bills are also another franchise who've not been very good for yeah. a long time. It's, and they've been building so, they've, they've got a better and better each year yeah and this was this was their big leap yeah and there was a two seed you know like whereas the Browns maybe next year the Browns maybe go 12 and 4 and win the win the division or yeah well uh, either of them yeah it's, it's, it's winners but yeah this has been a good first podcast would you say yeah give me something to do for a bit hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed it too uh, you can follow us on our social at the Mixer Podcast. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We'd really appreciate it for, if you gave us a follow on those socials and you know uh, leave a review uh, down below. Um, I think going forward from here, we'll be posting uh, the video clips on YouTube, and then we'll also be posting the audio on things like uh, Spotify and Apple Music and things like that. If we get eight people listening, that would be amazing. I would love it. Now, we're going to go for double figures. If we get 10 listens on the first week. Does that include us? I don't know. Can you even check that? I'm not even too sure. <laughs> if, we get, if we get 10 followers on um, like the socials, which is not including like our friends and people we know, then yeah, I'll be, I'll be happy. <laughs> 10 actual followers. And we're going to aim for 100 before the draft. And then we can do a live stream before the draft and maybe even a giveaway if we're feeling. Giveaway of what? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. We can give, we'll give away stuff on a zero give something pound. away to me. <laughs> a zero pound budget uh, podcast. But uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. And yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Sports Mixer. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Check out our socials. And yeah, thanks for listening.